Well, many of you have heard our testimony before, so it's no surprise that we're standing here. Um, the, the theory kind of goes, but God. Uh, you see, in, in June of uh, 2009, uh, my life changed. Uh, we were planning for our 25th wedding anniversary cruise. Uh, see, we were high school sweethearts. <laughs> Yeah, that was just last year, as you can tell. <laughs> the, only, the only reason Tina came up here tonight was so she didn't have to wear a mask through the whole uh, session. So uh, thank you, Lord. Uh, we were both uh, raised in, in the church and with the church, so we kind of uh, had a, a history uh, with Jesus. Now, just because you're in a church doesn't mean you know Christ. Uh, so we find that out later in our lives. Uh, I committed my life to Christ in 1998. I, I got involved in teaching here. Uh, I worked with the children's ministry. Um, and my wife would attend, but really wasn't involved in church. So it kind of became more of a, a chore for me to come to work or church at the time. And I, I put on a good uh, pretending to be here. Now, when I told you that we met in high school, she's the one that used to close the doors on my locker to get my attention and steal my comb. So it was her that chased me. And uh, I actually proposed to her uh, New Year's Eve, uh, our senior year in high school. And then family, uh, <laughs> family came before the marriage, and then things got a little crazy. And so uh, through, through the church and working with the kids, um, it was serving Christ uh, that was missing. Uh, I could do the teaching. I could stand up here and, and share. It was no big deal. Uh, but my heart wasn't in what I was doing. Um, I started coaching soccer. My daughters, uh, three of them, uh, two of them started playing soccer, and I would coach soccer. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I got involved in the booster club in high school. Notice I keep saying I. Um, it was us together, but I was the one doing it, and she was the one picking up all the pieces and the papers and everything. Uh, so she changed uh, sometime in our life from my wife and partner to my bookkeeper and secretary. And it was very easy for me to forget about her. Uh, Tina, Tina definitely came along for the ride, uh, but it was always me taking advantage of her. Uh, making every re request happen, uh, uh, only trying to make me happy was Tina's efforts. I wrote a couple pages, so she's scared to talk tonight, so you never know when she's going to say something. I'm good. You're good? You sure? Yeah. All right. Uh, keeping up with the Joneses was one of our problems. Uh, it caused me to spend more money than I made and I filed for bankruptcy uh, in 2010. Um, also accepting that the Lord in 2010 was on fire. Tina accepted the Lord in 2010 and was on fire. So back to 2009. See, my choice was to step outside my marriage. Uh, several, you know, not something I'm proud of, uh, but God has taken away that shame uh, and he uses that message for the benefit of the, the sheep and the, and the flock uh, because uh, I'm, I'm not embarrassed to tell you that I committed adultery. Uh, I'm, in, I'm ashamed that it happened, but that shame is gone. 
Uh, and I know that God's using everything that happened to us in our testimony for his glory. Uh, so it's, it's exciting to uh, be able to share our message, our testimony, our story. But uh, in 2009, Tina found out that I was having an affair, and she asked me to stop. So I cried and told her I would stop, but that only made me get better at cheating and hiding stuff. Um, I had a bat phone, so I could get a hold of the other woman anytime I needed to. Um, in May of 2011, she caught me <laughs> again, and uh, I moved out. We were separated. Now, in 2010, you know, I told you I filed for bankruptcy. For the, There wasn't a lot of money to just move out and run away. Uh, so I ended up living in a travel trailer in the backyard, a little pop-up tent. So <laughs> my life was pretty interesting. Uh, I was able to walk out uh, to the ba in the backyard to my trailer and go to sleep. And this crazy lady here um, was still doing my laundry, making me dinner, and never gave up on me. Got it right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure you didn't want to jump in here yet. <laughs> Uh, with the encouraging, uh, in that tent trailer, um, I would have left her if I could have, but I was $300 short of a divorce. Uh, I had actually gone to the courthouse, grabbed the papers. We were filing for divorce. That was the end of it. Um, you say, well, why didn't you go to counseling? Well, we went to counseling. Uh, our insurance covered a, a, a marriage counselor. We went to the marriage counselor several times. And each time we went, he forgot my name. He couldn't remember James. Uh, I think James is a pretty simple name to remember, uh, considering I think his name was Dr. James something. But uh, it may have been a tactical move on his part not to remember my name, but uh, it, it really bothered me that a marriage counselor wouldn't take the time to understand my name or even have a, a sensible conversation with, with us. So then we decided to turn to the church and we came in contact with Pastor Pat. Uh, I, were we even attending marriage ministry at the time when we first sought counseling? So we were sitting in the seats in the back and took some time from Pastor Pat to, to counsel us. And I remember sitting in his sofa and him asking us, you know, and telling us about First Peter and how we're supposed to love each other and have a precious marriage. And he asked me if I wanted to save my marriage. And I weeped loudly that I wanted to save our marriage. And then left and got in my car and went to my trailer and continued the ways that I was going on. Uh, I begged him. Uh, to save my marriage, but I was stuck in a, in a place where I didn't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, like I said, I, bury, I begged Pastor Pat uh, to save our marriage, uh, but I, I still filed for divorce. Uh, $300 short. She ended up ripping up the papers and never signed it, but thank God for that. God kept looking uh, at our plans. He kept working with my choices for his glory. Uh, my children all met with the pastors uh, for counseling. Uh, my pastors uh, 
to start to start the healing in our marriage. Now we jump forward to June, uh, July 4th. Uh, see, the other woman lived in a different state. Uh, so we went, I went to the other state uh, for the 4th of July. Uh, Tina decided to go to uh, Vegas with her friend that lives there and her husband and their kids. And they went out on a boat. <laughs> and being the social media junkie that I am, I looked on social media and saw a photo of my wife on the bow of the boat with the sun beating down on her hair. And I thought to myself, what the heck am I doing? Why am I leaving this woman? And I know that uh, that was God working in our marriage. Uh, as crazy as it may sound, uh, that was God telling me uh, that I had hope uh, to come back to a marriage that wasn't, uh, wasn't right. Uh, I, I couldn't stop staring, and I, I wish I, I could have gone back to her right then. On July 7th, uh, we were coming home from a soccer meeting from, with our kids. Uh, we went to one of the council meetings with the, the soccer board. And uh, as I approached the front porch for the first time, uh, the Holy Spirit just grabbed me and shook me and said, you need to pray for your kids. And so we stood on the front porch, uh, holding hands and in prayer, praying for our children. And then after we said amen, I walked to the backyard and went to the trailer and she went in the house. Uh, but, but God had another plan. Uh, the Holy Spirit had put it on my heart to pray for my children and I didn't know why. The next night we had another meeting and I always tell everybody, uh, thank God for McDonald's because we stopped on the way home from that meeting at McDonald's and I got a McFlurry and uh, we sat in the driveway and talked while I ate the McFlurry uh, about what went wrong in our marriage. And it's, it was probably one of the first times that we really sat down and talked uh, open and honest about what was going on. Uh, when we, we decided finally to go inside and that next morning uh, when the alarm went off we were we were still awake we never went to sleep uh, I I'd, I'd thought about calling in sick for work but uh, I knew I had to take care of some things um, God came in and took over and uh, was in control of our our lives from the beginning uh, he had plans. Uh, looking back, now it's been 10 years uh, since that event. Uh, God had all of these things uh, worked out ahead of time. A pastor once told us that uh, God's, God's plan is going to happen regardless of if I follow along or not. Um, he, he offers it to you as an opportunity to get involved in his, uh, his plan uh, and he'll use you if you say yes, but if you don't say yes, doesn't mean that the plan won't happen. And God wanted to save our marriage. Uh, for those of you that knew Pastor Brad uh, that was here, uh, I used to work with him before he was a pastor in the marketing industry. And uh, my wife, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she had a whole bunch of people praying for our marriage. Uh, she had uh, Pastor Brad, she had Pastor Pat, uh, she had all of these these people, I have no idea who they were, 
uh, praying for me, and it turns out that uh, their prayers were answered. Um, after that morning, when I said goodbye to the other woman, uh, basically I picked up the telephone, uh, I called her, told her it was over, told her that my wife was going to come first and I made a mistake and I need to get things right. I folded up the bat phone, put it in a box, and shipped it away. The telephone call happened with her sitting next to me, listening to every word I said and every word the other woman said, and then folded the phone up, put it in a box, for those of you that remember flip phones, put it in a box and then mailed it off. Uh, done with it. And uh, to this day, uh, no contact on my part. I don't know if no interactions, no thoughts, no regrets. Um, I'd like to say that I would change it, but I think that uh, the, you know, the adultery created a uh, strength uh, in my, my walk with Christ uh, to show me what I was missing. Uh, they sometimes say that without pain, you don't know uh, if you're healed. Well, Christ healed my marriage. Uh, so that was a, a big thing. Uh, he healed my marriage, my family, and, and my wife. Um, we've met with several couples uh, throughout the years, um, and the same question comes up is, how did you get over it? It was easy. You just give it to God, and that was it. So many of the ladies have asked, how could you forgive him so easily? And the answer was simple. I just let it go. I gave everything to God, and it was done. And it's just, that was from day one. Once we, that night was over with, I looked at him. I told him that I forgave him, and we moved on from that spot. So what she's not telling you is all of the stuff that she did in the interim. Uh, how many of you have uh, ever uh, seen the movie Fireproof? Quite a few of you. And have you heard of the Love Dare uh, it's like 40 days to see if everything's going to work out right. Well, we got to day 23. I had no idea that she was trying this on me. But I thought it was weird that uh, I got my favorite food. I, got a, I, I played goalkeeper on a men's soccer league, and I got a new pair of goalkeeper gloves. Uh, I've got uh, laundry done, fresh bed sheets. Uh, it was, you know, looking back on it, it was... Uh, crazy that she would do this kind of stuff, but it was never in her heart to treat me any differently. Uh, she just kept loving me and, and praying for me. Uh, like I said in, in 2011, she became uh, on fire for Christ, and her heart was with the Lord, and uh, it, was, it was lifting her up and keeping her straight, and uh, uh, it really affected my life. But she got to day 23 of the Love Dare, and uh, we sh we've shared since about, you know, how she had gone through it and asked me if I ever wanted to see what she had journaled. And I still have not, uh, 10 years later, looked at her journal to see what she had said about it. Uh, I, I don't need to know that she was thinking about me because I know that she loves me. Uh, my marriage was healed. Uh, hearts were healed uh, and sewn back together. My purpose in life uh, uh, has kind of changed. Um, I've been committed to the marriage ministry uh, since. Uh, it's it's uh, a duty. It's a responsibility. It's a job. It's a mission. It's what I do. 
Uh, I don't know if uh, I wasn't here on a Monday night where I would be or what I would be thinking. Uh, when marriage ministry and the church shut down for COVID, it really messed with my head. Uh, wanting to be here with uh, couples and being able to hear and listen and share um, that God is good and God has hope. And, uh, you know, I told you, but God has a plan. Uh, no matter how far down the road you've gone, all the way to committing adultery, but God has a plan. He can put your marriage back together. It's up to you to say yes. Um, I am not, uh, <laughs> I'm not worthy of this. Um, I didn't do anything uh, other than say yes uh, to accepting uh, the blessings that God has given back to us. You want to say something? Uh, you're going to have to say something tonight. I promised Pastor I, I Pat talk, you would talk. I, talked. I did. I did. <laughs> uh, what Tina is not, not telling you is uh, the, the amount of people that uh, we talk to and share with on a regular basis. And uh, for those of you who are at home, if there's uh, something in your life uh, that you want to talk about, uh, get a hold of Pastor Pat and Mary, and they'll put you in contact with us uh, if it's something you want to know. Um, because we've, we've spoken to so many people and found out that it's not uh, unusual for things to happen. Social media took us down, and, uh, took me down, uh, us since we were one, right? trying to get out of it uh, so social media took me down so I've tried to use social media as a way up uh, so I kind of try to use uh, biblical verses on social media uh, biblical perspectives and some political don't hold me responsible for that um, but but God had a God had a huge plan in our lives and I know that uh, if you're here tonight or watching um, that God has a plan in your life for sure. Um, he loves you and he cares about you. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know how to carry this on for 45 minutes, but uh, we can try if you'd like. Uh, I was going to come up here and tell you, you know, that I was born in November of 1966 and I went to school, but uh, God's message uh, in our marriage uh, was literally um, uh, over three years um, we were separated for two months, and he kept working in our marriage and working in our marriage until now. Um, we still fight. We still have arguments. And we, or I should say uh, healthy debates or uh, what, heated, what's, heated, fellowship. heated fellowship, as, uh, as we've been told. Uh, we still have heated fellowship um, as we continue in our marriage. Um, you know, but God has plans for us and in our missions um, I've been on several uh, mission trips uh, to, to serve God, and uh, he's blessed me in, in crazy ways uh, that I could never see coming. Uh, we now have uh, three grandchildren, technically four, uh, um, a step-grandchild and a uh, step-great-grandchild. So to be able to see our family grow like that is something that God had a plan because if uh, I had carried through with the divorce, I wouldn't be part of any of the, my grandchildren's lives because both of my daughters that have kids said, no, you're not going to talk to our kids. You're not going to talk to my kids. They were going to hold a grudge against me, and it really would have messed them up. Uh, so God had a plan. Um, 
So uh, I, I'm hesitant to ask if anybody had any questions that they wanted to ask uh, about uh, anything. Uh, but if you have something and want to talk about it, we can we can definitely talk um, either afterwards or uh, uh, later uh, tomorrow or something. I don't I don't hide anything that uh, is in our lives. Uh, we like I said, we still have arguments and we still have fights, um, but we've committed ourselves to put God first in our marriage and to hold open and honest communications. And those open and honest communications are when we can have a uh, a word or say something that the other person doesn't uh, try to defend. Sometimes it's just a matter of knowing where where you're you're feeling. You know, if I feel that she hurt me or said something that was mean, uh, I can tell her whether she, she meant it that way or not. I doubt if she ever meant it that way, but then she can think about it and and vice versa. It's usually me telling her something, and her having to tell me that I said something mean to her. Um, but in, in doing that, uh, it takes Satan out of anything. Uh, God, God uses us in ways where if we go to sleep uh, thinking that the other person did something wrong and is gonna, then little Satan gets in your head and starts talking to you uh, when you go to sleep, telling you, you don't really love that person. That person's not who you think it is. And then you wake up in the morning and you're grumpy and grouchy uh, all over again. And that's not the way uh, God wants it to be. He promises that every mo morning is new. Uh, the joys are new every morning. And so let's not go to bed angry with somebody. Uh, so we started having those long conversations where we, where we would literally speak, uh, you know, two to three hours at night when we first uh, started back together. Uh, there, were, there was times where we spoke for three or four hours uh, what was bothering her she asked a lot of questions, and I gave her every answer she asked uh, without, without hesitation. Uh, so I helped to put her mind at ease. Uh, some of the things that have changed in our life is the, I'm no longer tied to my cell phone. It's over there. I didn't want it to ring like uh, Pastor Pat had his ring the other night. So I, I turned it off, and it's sitting in the back. Uh, I don't even want to have to look at it. Uh, but our, pa our passwords, uh, she has all of my passwords, uh, so I can't hide anything from her. Uh, she has access to my phone 24-7. If she wants to go back there and pick it up, she's more than welcome to. Uh, all of our, our personal uh, banking and stuff like that, uh, she's always been in charge of the banking uh, and stuff, so that was never an issue. Um, what, else, what else has kind of changed in our lives that we do different? Uh, date night, for those of you that don't date your wife, uh, that was one of the main things that came to my mind when I saw that photo is why am I giving up something that I already have for something that I don't know? Um, the, the beauty of my wife didn't change. My attitude towards her changed. My thinking about her changed. I wasn't dating her. Uh, we went a lot of places. Uh, we toured with uh, soccer. Uh, we went all the way to Chicago, and, you know, we stopped all over the place going back to Chicago playing soccer with the kids. And uh, I, t I took her a lot of places and saw a lot of things, but I wasn't participating in my marriage. I wasn't going out on dates with my wife. Um, it was always with the kids or a group of people. Uh, now, again, bankruptcy. A date can be walking down the beach with a, 
uh, the sun setting and your feet in the, in the water. It can be going to the mountains for the afternoon. It doesn't have to be a five-star restaurant dinner with a nice meal, okay? Uh, don't make a big deal out of it. It doesn't have to be flowers and chocolates and everything else. It could be a, a, a letter that you write to your wife, a note. Um, one thing that we've done a lot more of is uh, we text throughout the day. We send a lot of text messages back and forth to each other. Um, uh, I, I don't leave the house without a kiss. And when I get, get home, I get a kiss also. You know, we say prayers together. Uh, for all of our meals, and we do uh, devotionals together. Now, <laughs> standing up here uh, at the pulpit and saying devotionals, I don't want to scare anybody. A devotional doesn't have to be an in-depth uh, five-book study of a verse that you read. Uh, a devotional can be as simple as reading a verse and sharing uh, with your wife or your spouse what, uh, what you thought the verse meant to you or her. Um, because you're in God's word, God will use his word to bless you. Um, I was so, so afraid to do devotionals when I first got saved. Is uh, I, I was scared to death because, you know, I hate studying. <laughs> uh, it, it absolutely drives me crazy. Uh, but uh, I wanted to uh, follow God's word, so I started reading a verse, and then uh, a couple couples in the marriage ministry recommended some uh, marriage uh, couple devotionals. And that's when we really took off in our marriage. Uh, uh, Dan and uh, Natalie recommended a couple books uh, from the bookstore that we picked up, and we started reading those together in the morning. Now, morning times worked better for us because I, I, I went to work, and then she started working really early. So she'd leave for work at 6 o'clock, so we'd get up, read together, and then she'd go to work, and I'd get in the shower and go to work. But it could be in the evenings for all that matters. And just spending time with the Lord is, is what, what helped create and build our marriage stronger. Um, so. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, I don't want to drone on too much longer, but uh, I just want to let you know that uh, God has a plan for your marriage like he had a plan for ours. And uh, there is hope uh, through Jesus Christ. He's the, uh, the maker, the healer. Uh, he knows what's going on way before you do. So no matter what you're going through today, Lord, uh, the Lord has a plan for it. Uh, and just focus on him, and that plan will, that plan will uh, see its way through. Uh, so let's go before the Lord. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you, Lord, that you uh, spoke through us tonight, Lord, and gave us words of wisdom. Father, I pray that uh, those words set on the ears that you needed them to hear. Father, that your hope as the healer and provider of this world, Lord, uh, and this universe in our lives, Lord, comes to each and every person, Lord. Uh, just strengthen the marriages as they uh, focus on you, Lord, and show them miracles in their marriage, Lord. Open up their eyes to see the blessings that you've provided, Lord. Uh, we thank you each day and ask for safe traveling mercies for our guests, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.